Good evening, good night, guys, and welcome back to Gilmy Talks. Sorry about the absence there, but I've been very, very busy late, lately. Here, all the way to to the end to find out find out why. My guest this week is Jordan Marquez, head Booker man, promoter, all around good guy, and he he's running Demand Lucha in Toronto, a fantastic wrestling organization that I personally follow because it's fun. It is amazing to watch, and it's a fun time. That's it. We all like fun, right? He drops all the links here because I ask him to. Just follow those links, Independent Wrestling TV, to find out more about it. This was a fantastic chat. I learned a lot about independent wrestling, about booking, and about, you know what, just having having fun while while doing it all. And to not take things too seriously all, all, all the time, which is great. Uh, talking to Jordan, we learned a little bit about working un- under a mask because he was also a wrestler for 15 years before he started the World of Man Lucha. And just having a good old, good, good old fashioned chat, I needed it. And you know what? It was, it was great, great catching up with Jordan. I've never actually met him. I've seen him at a few shows, but next time I would definitely correct that. Walk up, say, "Hey, how's it? How, how's it going? I'm here. I'm here, Gilmy." All right, just want to get some some of the business business going to what are they folks? Just go check Tabby Lynn on Facebook. Check out her Sensi page because no nobody wants their, their their house smelling bad, right guys? Bats in the Belfry Art on Instagram because she does amazing work, guys. Tell her Gilmy Gilmy sent you. She really does fantastic fantastic work. Give her a follow. At Solid Designs on Instagram, he does amazing T-shirts, designs, stickers, anything you want. He he can do it. Go check 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 out Hayden Hayden on, on there. And once again, tell him Gilmy uh, sent you. And also theloveshop.com, where we all need to spice up spice up our our lives sometimes a, well, a little bit. And that is the right place to where to do it. All right, guys, going to put you right into the show, and the song at the beginning was Brian Brian Kendrick, Man with a Plan. I well, I love that one. And please listen to the end to find out why I've been so so busy lately. I've been putting on working with Tom Morton on putting on a wrestling show in London, Ontario. It's a charity show. Go find the Facebook event page, Ethan Ethan's Fight, and. All the info's on there. Please feel free. Please email me, justinmgilmet at gmail.com if you want any information. Or DM me on Facebook or anything like that That for that. We're going to do a whole podcast on, on, on why, why we're doing that in the near future. And you guys have a wonderful day. Thanks for downloading. Thanks for listening. If you want to go be whatever you listen to this on, any, any device, just go to iTunes or Podbean or Spotify or Stitcher or Podcast Addict or any of those apps. Give me a five-star rate and rate and review, guys, because I would really appreciate it. And if you do, send 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 me the uh, the screenshot versus on a DM, and I'll mention you on the uh, show. Thanks, guys, and enjoy the show. It was. I hope you guys enjoy it as much as I did talking to Jordan because it was a great com- conversation. I was, I'll be honest with you guys, I dropped all my questions and my book went everywhere. It scattered. I edited it out, but he was very patient and very kind. And I just want to say thank you to Jordan for it, for that because people know I'm a little klutzy sometimes. Once again, enjoy the show, guys.
Bye. Hi there, guys, and welcome back to Gilmy Talks. This is this is Justin again, and on the line I have Jordan Marquez, the owner, promoter, man of many many hats from Demand Lucha Guys, and I got him on the on the on the line. We were lucky enough to have the same day off. I know it's a rare thing during the during the week week lately to get a get a day off, but it is Easter Monday, so happy Easter to or belated Easter to to everybody out there and I just I just just want to welcome Jordan to the to the show. Hey Jordan, how's it how's the day going, man? Day's going good, Justin. Thanks for having me. Always fun fun to have a wrestling a wrestling fan on. And we're just going to kind of jump right in. First off, I just want to say congratulations on your last show having having Joey Ryan win the Dick Punch Invitational on the last show and <laughs> I hear it was absolutely packed. Yeah, yeah, we all, we basically sold out the opera house. Uh, there was like ten tickets left, uh, so it's basically sold out. Jam packed it. Hundreds of people came out to see Joey Ryan. Hundreds of people came out to see the grudge match between Lionel Mike and uh, Carter Mason. And from the reviews that we read, I think you know, it pretty much delivered. Everyone had nothing but positive things to say. Yeah, because uh, everybody I've I've heard all the pictures that I've seen uh, since since I live in live in London, I don't make it to the Toronto shows too too much as 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 much as I can just due to work life and uh, well I do got four kids they uh, keep me keep me kind of uh, busy and uh, located in this uh, in this city so but um, first first thing I well I I want to ask. What sparked your initial interest in uh, in wrestling way back way back when? Uh, just like many people, first memories I have is of watching wrestling on the couch at home while my mom was cleaning up. <laughs> first match I could remember was Jake the Snake versus Rick Rude in the steel cage match, and uh, after I saw like their their crazy uh, cage match, I was hooked. I was watching uh, all the, the Hulk Hogan cassettes and the Ultimate Warrior cassettes and had all the action figures. There's no turning back from there. Well, yeah, well you know what? As an, Well, I am an, an action figure figure co- collector for, um, for years and years as I, I'm actually looking at my Transformer case right now. I do really miss those big L, those LJN, uh, those big rubber just wrestling dolls that you could just beat up up anybody anybody with those or or fight fighting the fight in the big uh, plastic plastic uh, ring there yeah I, I had all those you know uh cowboy bob orton uh king kong bundy of course hulk hogan ricky steamboat and then i graduated onto the hasbro toys and i had almost all of those as well so oh. yeah i loved i loved those old uh WF toys yeah i love how um LJN are doing Young Buck figures now. That's I just... saw. I think it's going to be awesome. <laughs> I wouldn't be surprised if they fly off the shelves right away. Yeah, because uh, LJN has not really done figures since uh, I'd say the late late 80s when they did the did their last run with like um, who who was in the last run where everyone got a got a figure and some of them. Some of those guys didn't didn't really end up on TV too often, like uh, Special Delivery Jones and uh, did 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 Barry Horowitz ever get a and 
uh, LGN figure or? I'm not one? sure. I, I remember seeing uh, some LGNs of um, Mean Gene and Bobby Heenan. Yeah. Uh, I think those were like towards the end of the line. Yeah, when the managers and the announcers start getting figures, eh, maybe yeah. it's maybe it's time to uh, maybe it's time to consider revamping some. Like, yeah, uh, but hopefully in 2019, maybe uh, AEW might pick up the line, and we could see some Young Bucks or King Omega or Cody Rhodes figures. Oh yeah, that would be awesome. Or even, uh, you know, what I think would be awesome. Uh, who just got signed? Uh, Leva, Leva Bates? Yeah. Oh, yeah, Leva, uh, yeah, Leva Bates. She just got signed. Yeah, I think she getting, her getting, getting an, an, an LGN figure would just be awesome. <laughs> you could do so many alternatives with her, like have her dress up in all her comic book outfits. Oh, yeah, you great. could. Yeah. <laughs> There's so many, so many possi possibilities there. And before we start we start digging, uh, what is your do you have have an an opinion on on a AEW coming up? Yeah, I think AEW is gonna be great. Um, not just because it's going to be a competition which strives for everyone to work a little harder, be a little bit more creative, but I, I think it's going to bring in the fans that either left wrestling behind a couple of years ago or just being introduced to wrestling. Yeah. Because WWE, it's awesome. It's great. But because it's on so regularly and it's so easy to access and there's just so many shows, of course, people are going to uh, run into burnout. With AEW, I feel that they're going to be like the new cool kids in town. They're going to be the show where people are going to go to, have a couple of beers, watch some crazy action. I think that's the show that's going to be maybe what ECW could have been if they had some money behind it. Well, they are apparently going to be on on, on TNT, which I think is just really, really cool. But um, that station does have a... It does have a history with wrestling. I think uh, TNT did did ECW back, back, back in the day, if I'm not... If I'm not mistaken, as well as uh, didn't didn't they also have uh, Impact for for a little while? Or... I think I think T I think yeah I think TNT is where um, WCW had their uh, shows. I think okay. they're going to Turner. I think that's where AEW is uh, will end up, and that's great because there hasn't been wrestling on that channel since the Monday Night Wars. Yeah, since uh, 2001, it's 20, 2019 now, so 18 years without without wrestling. I think that's uh, enough now. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah. But and anyway, off off the uh, the little sidetrack there. How did you first get get involved in the in the on the Ontario indie indie scene? I started out as a wrestler. I was trained by uh, Ralph Prego at uh, Squirt Circle Training. I trained when I was like 16 years old, still in high school, um, and it was tough. I didn't pick it up as quick as most people did, but I stuck to it. Um, I ended up being one of Squirt Circle's first graduates. I wrestled under a mask for almost 15 years as La Sombra. Uh, actually, uh, 
uh, I was Lissandra way before uh, the CMLL wrestler uh, debuted, so it's kind of cool. Mm-hmm. I always call uh, I always call the, the other Sombra the more successful version of me. <laughs> <laughs> but uh, yeah, I was wrestling for 15 years. Uh, I did a lot of stuff in Canada, a lot of stuff in the U.S. Did a little bit in Japan. And then I got injured. I got um, my seventh concussion, which led to vertigo. And it led to almost a year of me not being able to drive or work or do anything. Um, kind of took away my ability to function a bit. But uh, I'm all good now. And awesome. uh, instead of going back into the squirt circle, I decided to put on my promoter's hat and try to give back to the, to the wrestling world. Demand Lucha is flat out one of my my personal favorite uh, indies. I wish I could I could definitely see it more. You have you definitely have a have a your own your own flavor to uh, to all the all the uh, shows. Thank you. No, I appreciate that. No, and just um and I'm just trying to think back. How many names have 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 you guys actually had? I always uh, the companies. Yeah. So the company is under a big umbrella. So Demand okay. Lucha is under the Lucha Toronto umbrella. Okay. So we're a registered company as Lucha Toronto. And the events is under Demand Lucha Company. Okay. But also under that umbrella, we have a clothing line. We have, which we just debuted this year, our rock shows. We're oh. running some Toronto concerts. So all those things kind of like fall inside that big umbrella. Awesome. Because I'll be honest, I don't, I don't know much about the whole backstage, backstage stage side or what's what or. So I'm glad. Well, I'm I I am glad glad you we we actually could clear, kind of clear it has, it has it up. A, it has, a, it has a lot to do with like trademarks and licensing. Uh, we want to make sure that we own. Uh, as much as you can. So once we started putting out like a streaming service, we wanted to kind of copyright the Manlucha. So that's the place where you could watch our shows. Um, And anything else just falls under Lucha Toronto just for trademarks and licensing and all that. Since that that does seem like uh, a natural segue there, uh, if anybody does does want to to watch a a Demand Lucha show, where would they... Where would they find it? We make it easy for people to find our shows because <laughs> uh, I think you know indie wrestling it doesn't have the steam that it should have. Well, obviously now it, it, it's picking up tons of steam because uh, of this reason. But uh, in the past, indie wrestling was kind of hard to find. Uh, in order to find a show like Shikara King of Trios, you had to like super dig, or you would have to be like subscribed to their private. Um, network and not everyone has that money to be subscribed to every single independent company's network. So we like to make it super easy for people to find us. Uh, if you want to watch our past events, you could subscribe to uh, luchanetwork.com that has all of our uh, past shows, plus it has uh, some stuff from our wrestling, progress wrestling, uh, A- AIW, um, PCW Ultra, a lot of cool stuff. 
but if you don't want to subscribe to the company's uh, streaming service, we also have our stuff on independentwrestling.tv, which was previously powerbomb.tv. You can find it. Uh, that's become kind of like the, the favorite where fans uh, could watch all the independent shows since WrestleMania weekends. Because awesome. independentwrestling.tv has everything. Such a great service. Yes, uh, I do. I do. I have subscribed. Uh, right now, I'm currently not, but that's because I'm just busy. <laughs> Let's go back to uh, how did Demand Lucha start? In my wrestling career, I, I wrestled behind the mask. I was La Sombra. I had uh, yeah. Lucha Libre style. I was lucky enough to wrestle with uh, luchadors like El Hijo del Santo, oh, Demon, wow. Pantera. I had a lot of like experience in, in, in that uh, genre of wrestling. So when I wanted to create a show, I thought to myself, what's one genre that hasn't ever been touched in Toronto? No one's ever ran Lucha Libre here. So I slowly built a place in Toronto that has a Lucha Libre taste. It isn't 100% Lucha Libre because in order to do that, it would have to be a billionaire <laughs> to afford everyone's flight. But it still has enough of that taste and flavor that you could experience Lucha in our show like you can't experience it in any other show. Getting back to a certain certain flavor again, and that's why why I I am a fan. I've always been a I've always been a big oh. high uh, more of a high flyer Lucha style fan. Mm-hmm. It I I do also also enjoy. Uh, hardcore uh, the hardcore style and um pretty much i'm an all-around fan it's just whatever i like i like good wrestling and when i first heard that someone's trying trying to do do a lucha style in in toronto i was i was excited about it and just because i like watching different style of shows i just don't like watching the same the same show over and over and over. They can be different uh, talents, but I, I, I really enjoy the lucha style because, um, well, my own my own background. I I've always worked in restaurants and stuff, and all these uh, most kitchen guy kitchens I've worked in, they're mostly Spanish. So I tell them I watch I watch wrestling, and then they're like. Oh, do you watch CMLL? Do you watch AAA? Do you watch this? Do Do you watch this? And I'm like, I have no idea what these what these are. So they kind of uh, they kind of told me what to watch, and uh, they told me what time it was. And just one day, I started watching middle uh, was the middle. I remember the middle of middle of the day. I can't remember if it was AAA or CMLL. I just started watching and and. I had no idea what the commentators were saying. I just see these guys flying, flying around. I have no idea what's uh, what's going on, and it just like, and the show was over in like 40, 40 It was only like forty minutes long. It was a weird time, well, a weird time time slot too. And that was my first introduction to uh, the the lucha libre style. And I'll be honest. Half the time, I have no idea what's going on, but I, I, I know. I just, I just, I just love it. Oh, it's awesome to hear. Yeah, and and, and you know, we figured out 
I was pretty quick. There's a lot of people uh, that are in the same shoes as yourself that like a variety of different things, which is why on every show that we put together, we like to make sure that we uh, uh, we checked uh, our checklist of what should be on a show. So you'll see your hardcore wrestling on every show. You'll see your Lucha Libre on every show. You'll see your comedy on every show. Uh, we like to make sure that if you come to our show, no matter what show you go to, you're going to have something that you like. And not a lot of places think that. You know, I think a lot of places think, uh, am I going to put on the best wrestling match? Am I going to put on the best storyline? Which is great. But also you have to understand that uh, we're inexclusive. We don't want to be the exclusive wrestling show. We want uh, there to be something for everyone. It's very important, and exclusivity is very important, I think, in 2019. Oh yeah, because there's, um, because everyone is now so, so different, and everyone has their own, their own interest. Like uh, when I was mm-hmm. growing, when I was growing, growing up, there were, uh, when the stations went from 28 to 50, that was huge. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> and, yeah. Yeah, just uh, everybody likes likes something well, a little bit different. Back to the demand demand lucha. It's um, how long have have you guys been uh, uh, running now? This is our fourth year. Um, oh, wow. Fourth. Actually, uh, actually, this is our fifth year. Oh. I always keep on saying fourth year, <laughs> uh, but no, no, this is our our fifth year. Um, yeah, we, we came a long way. It started off uh, in a small legion, and now we're in Opera House. So it took us a bit, but uh, we're grown up now. Oh, yeah. Yeah, because I, uh, the crowd, your, your last crowd probably competes with, size-wise, it uh, probably competes with any other indie going on in, in Toronto right there now. Or, or beats it. Yeah, I, I think... Um, Indies on Ontario is very healthy. There's uh, there's at least five that I think that are drawn consistently and uh, putting on great shows. And um, yeah, it's awesome. It's a great time to be a Toronto wrestling fan. Even in uh, London, we're getting Smash. There's uh, another one runs out of uh, out of uh, Chatham. I know, and I know Smash is just going 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 all over the province right now. And then there's mm-hmm. There's Border City and uh, oh, Windsor and and the guys up in up up in Ottawa doing do, doing their doing their thing now. Yeah, that's awesome. It's amazing. When I first started watching independent wrestling, um, there was just really there were like only three guys. Like I had to go to Toronto, uh, Hamilton to see Alpha the Alpha One shows or mm-hmm. or or something way back way back when. Oh, Which, nice. Uh, gotta ask you about working working under under a hood. What are some of the advantages and disadvantages about that? Uh, working under a mask when you're 16 has a lot of advantages because you look like a 16 year old. Uh, <laughs> um, I wasn't. Yeah, of course. When you're 16, I wasn't developed. I didn't look like a wrestler uh, at the time. We had to get uh, wrestling licenses from uh, Ken Hayashi and the Toronto Sports Commission. Um, so I hit under the mask. I, I, 
I wanted to kind of uh, portray a larger-than-life character. And if I didn't wear a mask, I would look like a pimply, skinny kid. <laughs> so, um, yeah, I had a full bodysuit, had a mask. Um, and the disadvantage is, I would say, is vision. Uh, there's When there's spotlights that are directed into the ring, which a lot of uh, venues like to do, they like to black out the surrounding areas, but light up the ring. Uh, the spotlight gets into the mesh of your mask, and it kind of blinds you. So I quickly learned how to wrestle blind. Oh wow! Uh, which is a terrible thing to say because you know you're you're working with someone, and they want to make sure you're at a hundred percent if you're working with them. But most of the time, when there's uh, high beams in the ring, or if it's a very uh, poorly lit venue. I would be wrestling on touch and feel. <laughs> not a lot of people know that. And it resulted in some injuries on my half, not my opponents. Uh, but it's something that you learn to do. And when I did end up removing the mask, since I wasn't able, I was, when I removed the mask, I was able to use facials and over-the-top expressions better than someone who's never worn a mask. And the reason why is because when you're faceless, you kind of have to over-exaggerate more than someone that already has their face to begin with. Um, so if I'm getting punched or slammed while wearing the mask, I would have to over-exaggerate what's hurting me, as opposed to someone without a mask that when they get slammed, you know, they grimace, or they just uh, look to the crowd and they, they ooh and ah, right? Yeah. Uh, so... so second I took off the mask, my facials were probably better than most people's who've been wrestling for a bit. <laughs> yeah, because that's one thing about the lucha, lucha style. Even though I, my Spanish is very, very poor, um, I can basically throw a couple, couple um, accent words into a conversation. That's about it. Mm -hmm. um, because the first... The first words in Spanish you always learn are the uh, the bad ones for some uh, for <laughs> some some reason. But as most most uh, most other languages, when I am watching uh, AAA, CMLL, or, or anything else, I find I do find the luchadors sell very very well. Um, where they are either selling. Or they're not selling in any way, shape, or form and just flying. <laughs> yeah, I, th I think the, the luchadors that are kind of like the classical um, luchadors, the ones that are kind of like the legends, um, they don't sell too much. And I think that's more of an ego thing than uh, an athletic thing. Uh, yeah. Kind of like in Japan. If you're going to clothesline uh, Kenta Kobashi, he's probably not going to sell as much as you'd clothesline uh, a young boy. It's just kind of like an ego thing. Mel Mascaris isn't going to sell a topkick from a younger luchador. <laughs> when you said uh, you worked under a mask, that's something I've always wanted to ask, ask somebody because I've never... Um, I've always worn it, worn their glasses, so I can't even wear wear a mask, or I'm just walking around blind. Where I can't imagine working working a match, being bare, barely able able to see, and just going by touch and uh, feel, and just 
trusting trusting that the guy doesn't actually actually drop you on your uh, face or which yeah uh, it's, there's a lot of trust uh, especially when you're doing the high risk stuff yeah. uh, when you're wrestling and you kind of can't see and you're kind of jumping backwards off of the middle rope you kind of have to trust that he's going to be there uh, once the trust is there and you start uh, competing with people that that you know and that you have some experience with once you do that little turnaround, you feel his arm and you just grab him and toss him over you. It's not that bad once you start getting these twists. <laughs> well, you're talking to a guy who's only taken one 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 bump in the ring and uh, smacked his head off off the back, and I'm like, that's enough of this. So. <laughs> I'm very much a fan. I will be always be a fan, and I'm okay, I'm okay with that. Because, um, yeah, uh, I don't like falling. <laughs> <laughs> Just, uh, and that's that's a big uh, a big part of it. Kind of wrapping up here. Where do you see Demand Lucha going 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 in 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 the next few uh, few years? You want to continue delivering an experience to the downtown core of Toronto. Uh, Toronto has a lot of great wrestling shows, but we want to be more than that. We don't want to pigeonhole ourselves as the wrestling show. Uh, that's why we have a rock concert as our hype-up party right before the event starts. Uh, that is why we have over-the-top wrestling matches that feature uh, Drew Ryan and um, costume characters. Uh, our fans, if you come to one of our shows, our fans uh, can resemble the same fans that will go to a, a concert or uh, to a club. Uh, they're like in their 20s, you know, they're, they're attractive, uh, they're smart, they're fun. Um, we want to continue delivering an experience uh, that's different than just plain wrestling. And I think that uh, our, our Lucha supporters are kind of experiencing or uh, realizing this. Because after our last show, we got a lot of comments saying, hey, uh, the, the fans uh, are kind of a little different. We've never seen them in the wrestling community before. So we want to continue to do that. We want to reach out, kind of break the barriers. Of course, we love uh, Toronto's great wrestling community, and we still want them to be a part of the show. We also want to be inexclusive. We want to break down those barriers and introduce a product that casual fans can come to and enjoy without having to know a whole backstory of what happened uh, three years ago to understand what they're watching from them right now. Uh, so we want to continue that. We also want to continue to build our presence in the streaming world. Independent uh, Wrestling.TV is a massive streaming service and we want to be number one there. And that's going to take a lot of work, but we understand that. So uh, this year, we've, we have a couple of shows lined up, and we're going to pick some unique matches to present at these shows so that when people are skimming through independentwrestling.tv, hopefully one of these matches will catch their eyes and be like, hey, I never thought someone like Tom Waller, who's a former UFC fighter, would take on a luchador like Ophidian. I wonder what type of match that would be like. So hopefully we could build up on a presence in the gym world as well. Yeah, 
because that would be a, a fantastic match, clash of the styles. Obsidian is a fantastic, fantastic luchador in in his own right, but UFC guys, um, they're they're they kind of choke out or just ground and ground and ground and pound. So you you never know what you're going to get. Absolutely. Plus, I think some. Uh... I think these, these MMA fighters that turn pro wrestlers kind of have a chip on their shoulder. I've seen a lot of tweets from Tom Waller, uh, and he's kind of like angry that he has to face Ophidian at our next show. It's going to be really interesting to see what happens. Yeah. Uh, hopefully, hopefully he doesn't choke out Ophidian. <laughs> but and how amazing would it be if Ophidian would be the first pro wrestler to tap out Tom Waller? That would be awesome, just because would would be so good to see, because because I've been a wrestling fan fan for a long long time, and uh, eh, it just would be nice to see uh, or, 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 uh, a UFC guy getting getting schooled it well, a little bit. And that, uh, for anyone interested, that date would be? Fighting Selfie is on Thursday, May 23rd at uh, Least Palace. Uh, uh, our hype-up party begins at 7 p.m. And uh, we're going to do something a little different. We're not going to have a rock concert this time. Uh, for Fighting Selfie, um, I could break the news right here. We haven't announced it yet, but we'll break it right here. Uh, Von Vertigo has bought out the hype-up party time, and he will be uh, producing uh, Von Vertigo's Vision Quest. So uh, from 7.20 to uh, 8 p.m., we'll be experiencing for the first time ever Von Vertigo's Vision Quest before uh, Fighting Filthy. So you're going to get a little bonus for whoever bought Fighting Filthy tickets. Oh, wow. That that is uh, pretty big uh, news getting dropped on a Gilmy talks here. <laughs> All right, and uh, just gonna I don't know if you're familiar with the uh, program or not, but I I ask my every single guest uh, the Gilmy Gilmy talks ten ten there questions the either the 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 either or uh, questions here. Well, well, if that's if that's okay. Uh, yeah, there, of course. They're all not non-wrestling re- related here, but mm-hmm. all right. Uh, first one: um, vampire or werewolf? Say werewolf. All right. Uh, weightlifting or cardio? Oh, uh, weightlifting. Uh, couch or uh, recliner, like a a a, a lazy boy. Everybody says their couch. I I think I'm 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 I am the I'm the only guy who likes it. Well, a lazy boy now. Um, yeah, it's kind of, I don't have a recliner. Maybe that's why. You know, oh. I have a, a nice couch, so maybe I'm biased. Yeah, maybe. All right. <laughs> uh, salty or sweet? Salty. All right. Uh, Spider-Man or Superman? Spider-Man. All right. 
Uh, for this one, I got to ask a little bit of, of info first. Are you more of a metal guy, hip-hop guy, or just pretty much anything? Metal. Metal? All right. Yeah. Uh, priest or or Maiden? Iron Maiden. I, yeah. Hey, Maiden's, Maiden, Maiden's great. <laughs> yeah. Uh, hot dog or a burger? Burger. Sunglasses or hat? Clean shaven or or a or or a beard. Beard. You're a uh, you're a a beard guy. Yeah, you know you got you gotta hide when you get a little bit older. You gotta kind of hide all the the age. So oh, yeah, <laughs> yeah, I got a bit of a beard. All right, and last but not least, the toilet paper question: over or under? Uh, over. Yeah. All right, and that is the Gilmy Talks Talks Ten uh, uh, questions. Uh, once again, thank you very very much for uh, for for coming on the uh, on the uh, show. If anybody wants to wants to find you, social media plugs, any anything, where where can they find demand demand lucha? So you could uh, find information on tickets for all of our events at demandlucha.com. Uh, for our streaming service, luchanetwork.com. And you can follow us on all platforms at the Man Lucha. Perfect. Once again, thank you very, very much. Hopefully, see you, uh, see you at a uh, show, show uh, uh, soon. Thanks, Justin. No problem. Have a good one. You too. Hey guys, I just want to say thanks for listening all the way through the end here. It was an amazing time talking to Jordan, and a great opportunity to talk to. The head promoter, um, the guy who runs Demand Lucha. It was a fantastic chat. Enjoyed talking to him. Actually, I learned a lot about mass wrestling, about about mass wrestling, and about the, the whole running a show and growing something from nothing. And he taught he taught me me a few things about running a wrestling show as a well, which you guys will learn about very short shortly and i just want to say thank you for tabby lynn at sensi go check out her uh, her facebook site guys that's in the belfry art if you want that gift for that that special uh, special nerd in in your life she does specialty specialty cards for you for only nine dollars nine bucks and you get a custom made card for like a little like a little wrestling card a little action figure card a little transformers card go check out bats in the belfry art on instagram guys and go check out my boy hayden at solid designs because he does amazing amazing stuff as it as well if you just look at his instagram page he does fantastic shirts fantastic designs that you're not going to find anywhere else and of course i gotta thank the love shop.com for continuing their support on my show even though it's uh kind of here and there lately because i've been very busy which i will, will tell you about right right now uh i me and tom martin aka the cadet aka talking with tom he is helping me run a my own wrestling show in london ontario it's called ethan fights we just f- go follow the page tickets available on eventbrite or through myself or tom tom morton Find him on yeah, Facebook, guys. You know how 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 stuff stuff works, and 
I will do an entire podcast on that, why I'm doing it, everything. Just going to say main event is first time ever, Cody Diener, London's own Impact Wrestling star versus Gilmi alum, Carter Mason, the King of the North. The man having the hottest comeback year ever. And one of the hottest, most fantastic, amazing independent wrestlers on the Ontario, not even Ontario, not even Canada, North American scene. And there is big things coming for that guy coming up. And here's the music at the end, guys. Eh, oh, oh, put a little KO's, KO's theme song on. Go back to an, to, to an, an, an oldie, guys. Thanks for listening all the way through. Check out Gilmi Talks Facebook page, Instagram page, at Gilmi on Twitter, or if you need to email me, Justin M. Gilmet at gmail.com. And Gilmet is spelled G U I L M E T T E. Thanks, thanks, guys. Have a wonderful day.